Welcome to our podcast. Talk to me, sister. I'm Kathy. And I am Sarah. And we are twin sisters documenting our surrogacy journey, discussing women's health, motherhood, and all the details that led us here. Our mission is to not only educate and inform, but to spread joy and hope through our story. Thanks for following along. Today is a super fun topic. We've had lots of guests, and so now we're back to chatting about baby John Ryder Sharp, who is making his appearance in eight weeks or less, Lord willing. Yes, <laughs> cannot wait. He's yeah. <laughs> getting so big. He's getting so big. I go to the doctor tomorrow, and so we're going to check on him and make sure everything's good, which I'm sure it will be. So I'm sure excited. it will be. We're planning to induce... We'll talk about that later, I guess, but we're going to talk today about kind of the second and third trimester because we, we did a first trimester episode. And so we thought we, we owe it to all the changes that happened in the second and third to have a whole episode on the second and third trimester, but we will have another entirely different episode on the birth plan and birth prep. So many people want to know like what that even looks like when you're have a gestational carrier and so we will do a whole episode on birth and birth prep after this one yep and hospital plan and all the requests that we're making and you're making and how to make it all comfortable so i'm getting like lately because we're getting close i'm beginning a lot of those type questions so that episode will come will probably air before he gets here sometime early august yeah We'll be ready for it. So this, uh, this will be fun. Sarah, before we talk about third trimester, you, do you want to review like the second trimester, which we should have like taken notes of? I literally was so like trying to, I was trying to remember <laughs> what happened in the, when, when was second trimester? No, I feel, I, I remember. I just feel like it happened so fast that I'm trying okay. to rack my memory. Well, we talked about first trimester and I know we were navigating a lot of emotions. Um, you were navigating nausea. I feel like second trimester really leveled out. Like you were feeling really good. I was nesting. Um Gosh, we were busy with the podcast. I was going to all your appointments. Um, He was growing perfectly. I feel like something happened in the second trimester that kind of clicked. We went to Mexico. We did our baby moon, which was, Mm -hmm. I think, all needed for every all the parties involved, especially the boys. Um, But that was that was second trimester, and I think that that helped Richard a lot to kind of see your growing belly. We got to yeah. feel feel the baby kick and I think just helping like what did Richard do? Yeah. Oh well let's uh we were on Ellen. Um the yes. mother's we, all of a sudden we started to get uh press and like attention from yeah. our story, which we're so grateful for. I mean so people started to ask us to sh- to share and it started to make it feel real because me and you have told our story now like 17 times. 17 times. <laughs> I know. But it's it's been wild and so cool to see the women, whether they're struggling with fertility or like struggling with a recent diagnosis or like bordering the line of like, okay, do I need a hysterectomy? What are my options to grow my family? It's just been really cool. Like you've had people reach out to you specifically 
me specifically, but we were on Ellen and that was the coolest like bucket list moment of our life. But uh, we got um, Richard and I got a lot of nursery furniture. So that started showing up second trimester. And I know. And I feel like Richard putting the nursery together. He put the crib together. I got to organize drawers, wash baby clothes like just that was just like a really sweet like sweet spot of the pregnancy so far like you and I were together a ton which helped and um you know now that we have like a space for him in our home like I I know we talked about doing the nursery first trimester but it's done and we're now in the third trimester yeah there's lots more to talk about can we tell can you tell the story about me holding that baby at the pool (laughs) sharply Can you tell that story? So this was just recently, but I'm just like just thinking like about it in terms ago. of like your family yeah. preparation of preparing for John Ryder. And I feel like it's a good time to tell us. Yeah. So we read like the big sister book every night. She sees yeah. the nursery. She goes in John Ryder's room and just like piddles around. Like we definitely, it's, it's more than clicked in the second trimester. And she asked me every day, like she was getting a bath last night and she was like, can we put John Ryder in the bath with me when he gets here. And I was like, Aww. well, you know, maybe when he gets a little bit bigger, but yeah, Kathy, um, we had a pool day the other day and <laughs> she sees Kathy's big, <laughs> like growing belly and sees John Ryder kicking in there. And <laughs> I'm laughing. To, like, And y'all, that. I wear two piece. I just like, I'm like, I'm not buying maternity suits. I'm just going to squeeze. <laughs> I know you, you and I were wearing the same suit and I was like, yes, I just but, squeeze into my stuff and my belly pops out. And but so honestly, Charlotte, Charlotte, sees it see well it's like there but like you (laughs) also look amazing in her tiny Richard the other day was like Kathy looks incredible so I feel like I should tell you that thank you um anyway but (laughs) you're obviously like in your third trimester and the baby's (laughs) there but Charlotte she knows like when you come up to my house she's like Kathy's here with the baby like she knows that he's in there but we you had a play date with one of your friends and she had just had a baby and you were holding the baby and the baby was little. How old is her baby? Like well, two, three months, five months? No, I think he, I think he's bigger than that, but still, oh. I, honestly, I just saw a friend who had a baby that was like five weeks old and it looked like it, she had just birthed it. So now that I have older kids, I'm like lost. <laughs> Same. Like, really, like, like how old is that baby? Honestly, I don't know I anymore. Think, I think like her, the baby I was holding was probably like six months or so. Okay. Six months. Okay. Well, well still small. Yeah. Um, smallest baby Charlotte's seen in a while yeah. and you were holding the baby and you had like him on your hip and you had your big bump and Charlotte, like we could sit, tell that she was like looking at you and focused mm-hmm. on you. And she like walks up slowly to you and is like, Kathy <laughs> is that John Ryder? <laughs> Bless her. Like she had this, like she had her hands like on her chest, like she is couldn't. this is this the moment? Like is, is that John happening? <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Bless. yeah, we were like, um, it's gonna be a little bit more involved than just like he's here on yeah, but it's just like her little <laughs> I told her, I was like, Don't worry, girl, you'll be the first one to know when he comes out of my tummy. This yeah. is not your brother, but I will <laughs> promise your parents to let you know when he's on the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm also like, well, he's obviously still in there, Charlotte. Like, look at her belly. But like her little toddler mind was like, Yeah, is is that John Ryder? <laughs> like she's like he's but so um funny. And then also uh this past weekend, we had my baby sprinkle, which was so yes. precious. 
and so sweet. All of our favorite people, Kathy and I, you know, share a lot of friends. And so it was just really sweet. Like everybody got to touch Kathy's belly and like, I felt so showered and I felt so, um, everybody, I feel like a lot of people were blue and it was so cute. It was really cute. I'm glad you felt, um, like it was your shower. Cause it was, you know, it's hard to show up with the bump and not be like, how here, here, come touch my belly for everybody. But I also wanted you to feel like it was yours. And so I'm glad you said that. Like, I'm glad. I mean, I really did. I, I thought about that when we first did the surrogacy journey, I was like, am I going to have a shower or a sprinkle? Like, that's kind of weird. I don't have the bump, but I really felt so celebrated and everybody contributed and Clark made those sweet little pedophores with the Texas blue bonnets and everybody was excited the to best go. I've ever um, had. Yeah. I literally had one for breakfast. I have <laughs> capped out my sugar for like the month. Um, but I felt like everyone was excited to go see his nursery. Yeah. I just felt like it was sweet it was and so you were sweet. celebrated and we both, yeah. I don't know. Did, did, I wonder if like intent, like do most circuits, like, I guess they wouldn't attend maybe just cause you're my sister. Like they, yeah, I feel, the sprinkle. I, I don't know. We'll should ask Leslie. Cause we're just sneak peek. We're going to talk to us, uh, intended parent, a mom who used a surrogate from an agency, which is a whole different experience. So we should ask Leslie that when we have her on the pod, because that's yeah. a great question. I feel like probably not. Like, I feel like they probably intended parents probably don't have the surrogate there, but I mean, I loved it. I felt like I was excited to celebrate you and John Ryder and, you know, to be a part of it all is why I signed up to do this. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be crazy if you weren't. Yeah. I'm like, he's in there. If it's, you know, he's there. I just uh, going, going to the baby shower and bringing the baby. <laughs> Kathy's bringing the baby. Everybody else bring a side. Um, <laughs> bring some champagne. Um, it was fun. It was a lot was of our, really a lot of our sweet friends we grew up with and people who Sarah's close with. And so it was, it was in our sisters. So it was just a sweet little sprinkle. That was so sweet. Um, let's see. What else are we doing just in the third trimester? We're going to doctor's appointments more starting yeah. what? Next week we're going once a week? Well, no. This the, July, uh, June is every three weeks. So like I went June 2nd and now I go tomorrow. And then I think once we hit July, we start going every other every week. week. Okay. Yeah. The and then once we hit then, August, we'll go once a week. Yeah. Once a week. Gosh, I feel like it's – I thought it was July. It's, it's not. up. Yeah, well, next it's week is July, up. so we're getting there. We're getting there, but yeah, we're we're going to doctors more frequently. Um, Sarah is we're both, but I I don't uh, currently have an employer, so I'm not working on my maternity leave. I am just planning on like planning my postpartum time. But you're working on your maternity leave. Is that going well? Like, um, what's up? It's going. I mean, I just emailed my HR person to say, let's talk about maternity leave. Um, currently my company doesn't have like a maternity leave plan, which I, I'm calling to ask, what does that mean? Because I know by law people, you know, in Tennessee, every state is different, but Tennessee, they have to give you, um, 12 weeks and then like secure, like hold your job for you. They don't have yeah. to pay you it ha- in Tennessee. They do not have to pay you, but my co- company is based out of Charleston, South Carolina. So mm-hmm. I don't know the rules there. Anyway, you and I started talking about maternity leave recently in the, um, I'm yeah, just like, I had, guys, a, I had a conniption. Kind of- I was like, <laughs> they don't have a maternity plan. <laughs> I know. No, I mean, I don't want to like knock it till I've talked to yeah, them, yeah, yeah. but like at yeah. this point, 
You know what's crazy to me? I think they told me, they said, or at least one of my managers said, I don't think we've had anyone go on maternity leave. And I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm just, just making like it known that Sarah is breaking glass ceilings and works in a very male dominated <laughs> workforce. Kathy. Hashtag femininity. Feminine. No. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. You know, it's and like you know what? Wild. You're, just, you're just figuring it out for the next person who comes behind you, which is super cool. Breaking glass ceilings. I'm like, it's yes, 2020. Queen. 2020. Yes, queen. It's 2021. Like, hi. hi. I, first of all, I want to start like a uh martial law or whatever it's called that um you know you get paid on maternity leave and also like um what was that on good morning america not too long ago they were talking about like stay-at-home mom should get like a stipend and i was like uh we're just now talking about this it's a hard job it's a hard anyway, job we're getting off on a tangent but mm-hmm. uh working on that let's see the lawyer our lawyer who's amazing um, we just, Richard and I, and you and Alex just signed our last legal document, um, which is yeah. the 20, it was, it was, you kind of do it at the 20 week mark with your surrogate, um, where you do, you fill out the baby's legal name and it's just basically, uh, when you leave the hospital to make sure the baby is, you know, goes home with the right, is, mm-hmm. is our baby. Right. So like, like Alex oh, and I sign away. I think we've done, right. this, I don't know, we just sign away any, any rights we would have or anything like that. Yeah. Just I mean, it's because like our, yeah. it's just the legal document that it's like our like, biological baby and you have his legal yeah. name. And, and we did um, hospital. We had to like do a hospital contract, hospital plan, just so that there's no like weirdness yeah. in the hospital of like who can come visit and what else did we do? Like, that type, uh, you know. we put, gosh, I put a lot of details in there. It was like. What floor we'll, does we'll probably happen? cover that in the birth yeah. plan? But yeah, we did we did put a lot of details in there. Yeah, well, the birth plan episode will share all that. But honestly, it was something that I didn't even know we needed to do. Our okay, lawyer was like, yeah. "Ready for the hospital plan?" And I was like, "Oh, this actually is going to relieve a lot of anxiety on your end and my end when yeah. we go into the birth already knowing like all the details. It's just like hospital staff will be on board. We'll be on board." And yep. there's going to be no, like, it, it'll cut what? out, like, the mm-hmm. unknowns, I guess. Can I pause and we can edit this out? I'm just letting you know my 2 o'clock appointment just canceled, so we're not in a rush to finish, which Great. is perfect. But we yeah. do have our 3 o'clock with People magazine. I mean, how long? 3.30, though. 3.30. You can, like, not edit that out because that's pretty, <laughs> like... I mean, that's no, pretty kidding. crazy. Yeah. It's it does like show that drop. we're multitasking so many things on these days. <laughs> well, it's because on these, on, oh. in, it's summertime. Both my kids are home. We didn't sign them up for any camps because I'm not currently working. I know. So I I'm like, like, how, but you are working. You have client consultations. That's work. I'm like, how well, is Kathy doing it? She's working, has two kids at home, no childcare, <laughs> and like, heist interviews well, with like People Magazine on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all watch TV for a second. I gotta go talk to people. <laughs> no, they. I I just cram everything into nap time. So like between one and three or three thirty, I just do all my patient calls or me and you, you know. And so right. it really it's been fantastic. I have the morning. We go to the pool. We work out. Like yesterday, I didn't have any any calls after like I was done at two. So we went to the pool in the afternoon. Like mm-hmm. it was easy. So nice. It's they're at the age where they can nap and like they know that I'm in my closet <laughs> I said if y'all are looking for me I'm in my closet 
recording. I know. It's so funny. The other day, this is, we're going off tangent topic, but somebody was like asking me what like equipment we're using. And I'm like, we do have equipment, but like some di- sometimes we just kind of sit in the closet and it's like no yeah. discrimination. He's like, you can, you know, they were like, we want to start a podcast. I was like, well, just get in your closet. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can do note- it. I'm on my AirPods right now in my closet. So nothing fancy. If you have been listening along to the pod, you know we love high quality vitamins that are worth your time and your money. Seeking Health vitamins are our favorite because they are not synthetic and they are easily absorbable. We have a new coupon code exclusive to our audience. It's 10% off your first order from seekinghealth.com. So use our code talk to me sister for 10% off. That's talk to with the number 2 me sister for 10% off. We will link all of this information in the show notes. Enjoy. Okay, Kathy, so many physical changes happen in the third trimester. I mean, like you, I just feel like the jump between second and third trimesters when I'm just going from memory, it's been four years. It's like when you really start to feel pregnant, like you're like, whoa, hey now. So what have yeah. you, you've, you just did the glucose test. Like what's ha- been happening to your body? <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. And I That's will about- say, I, I do feel super grateful because I, I generally don't have a lot of the uh, complaints that people have. Um, but yeah, the third trimester is when it all starts to hit and you start to feel really heavy. And as other people have mentioned, it's, you know, the middle of the summer. So <laughs> yeah. it's hot. hot. Uh, but the glucose test was a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. Uh, we did that in 28, 29 weeks, and um, I passed that, so I was glad. Yeah. Um, did you have? Were did you get gestational diabetes with any of your other children? I didn't. No, I mean everything Good. has yeah been been pretty low risk there, I guess. Uh, but no, I do. Uh, I, they, t- they tested my blood sugar. They did my HbA1c, which is like the average of your blood sugar in my first trimester. And it looked good. And that's usually a pretty good indication that your risk is low. So I thought that was really great that our OB did that. Cause that's kind of an odd thing for them to yeah. do. So, yeah. um, so the glucose test is great. People always complain about that sugary drink that, um, they drink the orange red. one. Is yeah. It weird? Is it weird that I don't mind it? It tastes delicious. You're like, this tasted like a bunch of Skittles. I'm sorry. It is. It's literally sweet. It's so sugary. But they they did it different this time because of COVID. Usually you go, you drink it, and you have to sit for an hour in the office, which is kind of the worst part. And then they test your blood sugar. They make sure you've processed that sugar well. If you're not processing it well, they come back and they test you again for like a three-hour glucose test. And they're trying to rule out gestational diabetes. Every pregnant person gets it uh, because gestational diabetes is dangerous for mom and for baby. So if you process that sugary drink well within that hour, then you're good to go. Um, I would say this. So this time they sent it home with me at like my 24-week appointment. And it was like a dye-free one. So you, I, it wasn't orange, which is good. I usually like just like the dye-free, the clear drink instead. It's still yep. like 50 grams of sugar. Oh, uh, and John. God. Yeah, it's 50 grams of sugar in one sitting, which he is probably like, was like, hey, party. He was jamming. I mean, yeah. that's enough sugar for like two straight days and, <laughs> and in a 15-minute time span. Oh, my gosh. I bet he was doing like somersaults. So they gave it to me and they said, drink it 
on your way to your appointment. So I did. And I will say like, it didn't feel like the safest to me. Cause I do, I, it did make me have like kind of blurred vision. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was like, Oh my God, my sugar is so high right now. And you're, you don't eat much sugar. It. Yeah. I was going to say no. in general, we don't eat. Yeah. And I will say, actually, there's, there's, I have clients who are like low carb eaters who eat really low carb Mm -hmm. and then they go to their blood sugar test and their glucose test and they drink 50 grams of sugar and they don't pass it. So they have to come back and do the three hour test. And it's not that they are at risk. Of course they have to rule it out, but their body is not used at all to processing 50 grams of sugar. And so if that's you, if that's happened to you, it's probably because you are like a high protein, low carb eater. I eat a pretty balanced, um, like carb protein fat ratio. Yeah. So I think my body's used to it, but sometimes people will fail it because they're not used to processing that much sugar. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize that. That's interesting. Yeah. You're yeah, like, you're like failing it by being like a good eater. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe mean, like low carb is probably. You fail bad. the first, you fail the screening. Jim, you won't fail the test if you're like, you know. Oh, right. You're, you're going to fail the screening and have to that do that first again. screening. Yeah. You're like, I wish I failed so I can drink this again. Yeah, I know. It's honestly delicious. I don't know why people complain. <laughs> people complain. I see people like pregnant women's stories on Instagram. They're like, oh, glucose test day. And I'm like, I know. I know. It does make you feel day. bad. Like I came home and had to like, I literally canceled dinner plans and had to eat a cheeseburger because I was like, I needed really? food. Uh, and then I took it. And then I, then I fell asleep. So it did make me feel like that sugar crash afterwards made me feel bad which I can't imagine like yeah drinking us like sodas or that much sugar you know oh like people that do that on a daily it's crazy so speaking of like just crashing I mean how's like your like fatigue I mean are you more tired this time this trimester yeah this trimester for sure for sure I think that's really the only thing that's happening is my fatigue is it comes kind of comes back around like that first trimester Mm -hmm. and I mean I'm just like carrying around extra weight and, um, you know, hot and tired. And so I can definitely tell my fatigue is catching up with me at the end of the day. Like I'll pass out at the end of the day. Um, oh, second trimester, not really pass out, but just like, no, <laughs> no, no passing lay, out. You, Sarah's down. like, are you, are you good? Yeah. I'm like, But like, you're not blacking out. You're just like laying down and no. letting Alex Yes. No. Yeah. He does the nighttime, like takes the puppy out and do all that. Um, so yeah. yeah. Oh, we got a puppy for people listening who heard me cry about Rilo's death. Oh my gosh. Um, Yes. I'm glad you followed it, followed it up with this because such good news. Tink Tink is like the cutest in the whole world. Tinker. We got a little tiny little black lab. Tinker. And can I tell everybody that Charlotte calls her Tinkle? And she's like cried the other day because she was like, I want to see Tinkle. Oh, she did. That's yeah. so cute. Well, y'all can come over and come see. Yeah. She also wants Sam to come over tonight. We can talk about this later. But Literally like every day. Um, yeah, Friday night. For oh, okay. September. Great. We'll be there. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, just yeah. to relieve, relieve you. I mean, oh, well, I should what I can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, I think that's so much fun. Yeah. My fatigue is good. I think that this time of during pregnancy too, generally, if someone's struggling with anemia with iron, low iron levels, it happens around this stage as well. And that can contribute to a lot of fatigue, mainly because like your blood volume is doubling and, mm. um, you need a lot of iron to carry oxygen 
in your blood. And if you're not having oxygen carried efficiently in your blood, then of course you're going to be very tired. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, they tested my blood last time, the same time they did my blood sugar, uh, test, they took my iron. It was like the low end of normal. So, you know, as a dietitian, I'm like, okay, I just got to make sure I'm doing well in my diet and getting enough. So low end of normal, like you're saying you considered that low. So you're like, oh, I need to up my iron. Well, they, you know, they sent it to me and said, your labs look good. And of course, me being me, I went in to see what, <laughs> oh, what you actually were like, was what is, Yeah. I, so are you taking an iron supplement? No, iron supplements don't settle well with my tummy. Many others as well. They generally cause constipation, which is mm-hmm. also happening anyway, just because of like pregnancy and hormones and Mm. My stomach is losing uh, space <laughs> in <Yeah>. there. <laughs> so I don't want to take one if I don't have to. So I just mainly am being cautious about getting iron in my diet, which, you know, heme iron is going to be the best absorbed type, which generally comes from animal products. So red meats, fish, eggs, things like that. What about people that are vegetarian? Yeah, great question. They can they can get I iron some from... Veg- I have some vegetarian friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And honestly... Like meat doesn't sound good all the time either, you know, like oh, especially for yes. me. Especially so, like in the first trimester too. Ugh, gross. Ugh. You can do be- beans and greens will have plant non-heme iron. So you still get iron, which is, it's just, you have to eat a lot of that, which is the hard part. Mm-hmm. Um, sub- what? Spinach. Yeah, spinach. So any kind of Wait, greens. Stop. Can you, this is a side note. Can, have you ever seen the meme that was like, that like shows you like five million pounds of spinach and then like it in the pan when it's sauteed (laughs) and it's like it's like like the size of a quarter no it's true it's real life that's exactly what happened it's like I we sauteed spinach the other night Richard was like why why (laughs) a whole tub of spinach is like feed Charlotte literally entire tub but doesn't that make you feel good though you can get like so much um yes actually true less bite tastes better it tastes better. Okay, so um, greens. Beans and, and greens. Prenatals, most prenatals, unless you're taking a gummy, will have iron in it. Um, if you're really low, then doctors will supplement you. I've had friends who've had to get blood transfusions because their irons are, iron is really low. Oh, my gosh. I've had um, not. You, you can cook in a cast iron skillet, too, and get iron from your cast iron skillet. Which is I that real? Love. Yeah. Like a real 100%. thing. That's a real thing. Yeah, you're cooking in like iron, so it absorbs into your food, which is a good a good thing. I just okay. I will. That's actually good to know. I think cooking in a cast iron skillet is like it's just a lot of work. I don't even know how to clean it. Anyway, that's all another subject. But yeah, that's good I would to- say like that, like sautéing spinach in a cast iron skillet, like is worth it. You don't want to cook an egg in a cast iron skillet. That's just personal opinion because that thing ain't coming out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's sometimes yeah. it's hassle. First of all, it's heavy as well. Yeah. Anyway, but that I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you can. We need to ask Leslie for some. We have her on soon. We, she's a really good cook, and maybe oh, she really? has some good recipes for a cast iron skillet. Yeah, I think you can um, cook other things in it besides like eggs. Honestly, anything else is fine. Okay. Like searing meat in it and stuff like that, um, mm. or fish or whatever. But yeah, fatigue. I I have felt much better because I actually added a like green supplement in the morning because I was feeling really tired and I was like, I can't do the next two months, two and a half months like this. So I yeah. added like, an, I mean, it's like not sponsored, but it's like called amazing greens. I got it. At, it's like from whole foods and it's just like superfood greens and, in a capsule. 
No, it's in a drink. You drink it in water. It tastes like grass. <laughs> Ooh, remember barley green? Is yeah, it like Sarah, that? it tastes like that. It tastes like that. Oh, vom. See, why don't you just put it in a capsule? You don't have to taste it. Well, I like to drink lots of water in the morning. I think hydration, hydration. also helps my energy. Yes, yeah. but, but like you could drink water with the capsule. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this is just like, I just, I honestly, I, I, I felt so tired and now I feel better. Usually I'm like, just eat your greens, do whatever. You know, y'all have heard me say that. Um, if that's working, like, when, if honestly, working, I probably just, need it. I'm just not going to mess with it. And I think it's just your needs are so high. And honestly, I yeah. having trouble eating a lot because my stomach, I, there's no room. <laughs> yeah. I remember feeling that like you feel yeah. like really full fast. Well, send you me do, but I want to get my green. I want to get like the green stuff. I want to feel good. And so things like spirulina, like your greens have yeah. plant-based iron. Uh, hum- so, so it's a good way. Uh, I have spirulina that I put in my smoothies and um, I actually have wheatgrass, which is like, oh, but it's really good. Ugh. You can I know this is I, not. Yeah. I know your drink is not sponsored, but like we could put it in the show notes. And actually, I maybe should Special. get it. So share okay, it. To, you should get it. Okay, share I'll it put it in later. the show notes, you guys. Um, share it later. Are you still? So obviously, you're still taking your prenatal like till yeah. the end of time. Yeah. Um, forever and ever and always. But <laughs> what about your blood thinners? Are you still taking a baby aspirin? I know that was like important to you from at the beginning, but yeah, I'm glad you said that. So there's a handful of supplements that I've added. At the at the end, well, actually, second tri- second third trimester, I've added more. Mainly, I usually start small in the first trimester in terms of supplements, minimal, mm-hmm. just because they make me nauseous and I'm nauseous anyway. But because I feel so good in the second and third trimester, I generally up my supplements and and really like it's for baby. I want John Ryder to be uh, perfect because I feel very <laughs> responsible for him and I want him to be the oh. smartest thing in your family. He he will. He's we're gonna ride his coattails. <laughs> forever <laughs> but gonna be also, our star child yeah star child but also I don't there's a, such a thing called nutrition depletion that happens in postpartum for you know carriers of babies and it's often like when the baby the baby God made the baby to get most things that the baby needs um and it will like suck calcium from mom's bones or like literally suck fat from her brain I know that sounds crazy but like mom's oh. brains can shrink if baby's not getting enough fat that's why mom brain is an actual real thing. They've done MRIs of babies of mom's brains. <laughs> and so like if mom or carrier in this case is not nourishing herself and then the baby comes, she'll just feel completely depleted. It's called nutrition depletion, postpartum depletion. And I don't want to feel like that. I want to come home and enter back into my normal life, you know? Yeah. So I am taking lots of supplements for John Ryder and I'm also taking them for myself so that I feel tip top and recover better and all that stuff. So I've added along with my, I'm taking my baby aspirin. Um, but I will say, I generally recommend people, if you're taking a blood thinner, your doctor will tell you this, but you want to stop around 37 weeks because you don't want your blood to be too thin. Like you have to have C-section or something like that. Uh, or, you know, you're going to bleed a lot, no matter what Mm -hmm. kind of birth you have. So it's generally good to, um, discontinue taking any type of blood thinner, um, before, you know, in that last month, probably. Yeah. That's good advice. Um, but I'm Um, also taking, um, I added a probiotic for my tummy, but also probiotic for John Ryder because it can help prevent allergies later on. Oh, isn't that cool? That is really cool. Please do that because Charlotte 
Ooh, her allergies when she was a newborn and all the way up until like three years old. It was bad. Yeah, listen uh, to this. We, this is very exciting. Hold oh, on. What? Probiotics when taken in gestation can help prevent seasonal allergies, behavioral disorders, colic, eczema, and digestive in- issues in mom and pregnancy complications uh, because it can decrease your risk of um, uh, uh, strep B. Which is like a bacterial infection. Yeah, I know a lot about strep B. The medical medium who you don't love talks a lot about strep B. Yeah. But um, wait, that's kind of incredible. Um, I was just thinking, I did not take a probiotic with Charlotte. Maybe that's why she has bad allergies. No, not really. It's sometimes Um, allergies, especially food allergies. Like kidding. Who knows why? Who knows why? But that's really good. That's so great. Mm -hmm. And we haven't talked about this yet. We need to do an episode just on. Um, maybe season two, you can do like a, um, you know, baby nutrition episode. Um, cause there's a good, for moms who have babies outside the womb, there's good probiotics for children. Yeah. We, we talked do a postpartum that? episode, probably like postpartum for you and baby and postpartum yeah. for me. That'd be cool. Let's do it. Okay. So yeah, I'm taking probiotic and also an omega three, which is going to help John Ryder's brain development yes we need him to be smart smart and his eyes and is there's a study that actually says that moms who have a high um, omega-3 ratio um are less likely to have kids with developmental delays oh wow twice as likely actually isn't that crazy that is crazy i feel like omega i feel like omega-3 is just like a supplement that yeah. you should just like always take around the clock always. I think so. Pregnant Unless or not you're, pregnant. There's so many benefits, yeah. right? Unless you're eating a ton of fish. I just can't trust myself to like cook fish every week. So I take it just to like cross my eyes. Supplement. And dot my T's. Well, y'all yeah. know what I mean. Cross my cross, T's. Dot my eyes. Cross my eyes and dot my T's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got Omega-3s you. Omega-3s can um, help decrease risk of postpartum depression as well. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for our postpartum episodes. I think that's going to be really helpful. And um, so are you drinking red raspberry leaf tea? Because um, I saw that at your house. Yeah, I did that with Sam when I was pregnant with him, who's my four-year-old now. Um, And there's a couple of things that I started doing. And I actually, like, I I have it here and I haven't started it yet. So I need to (laughs) send myself a reminder but there's a couple things like red raspberry leaf tea that actually if you drink kind of a big glass every day, you have to be consistent about it. It actually can help tone your uterus and it won't send you into labor, but it will help shorten labor, which is so interesting. And, you know, Sam was born very quickly. So I, I think it helped. Um, oh, that's kind of incredible. Yeah. I wonder with John Ryder, since he's your third. Yeah. If this will be a really quick delivery, I can't either. But also since we're inducing, I hope we induce for, Mm -hmm. I mean, right. I think it'll be slower because it's not natural. Doesn't an epidural slow down? It it does. And I'm kind of into that. Like Sam, I did not have an epidural. And so he Mm -hmm. was born very quickly and I broke my tailbone and like, it was kind of crazy. I loved it. It's kind of what I wanted, but for this experience, I want it to be like calm. And yeah, I do think that hopefully I have a little more control and like less risk of tearing maybe with the epidural. Uh, so I'm in the, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that, but no matter what kind of birth you have epidural or not, 
something like red raspberry leaf tea can kind of help tone that uterus and like hopefully decrease the amount of time you're in labor. I mean, I would say no one wants to be in labor forever. So let's, let's get that raspberry tea going. Yeah. Um, What I used to do with, yeah, go ahead. No, no. Say what you did you used to do. What I used to do with Sam is I would like make a huge cup of boiling water in like a extra large Mason jar and Mm -hmm. I would seep it overnight and then drink it in the morning. And it was strong. Oh, but that was so strong and kind of bitter. Did you sweeten it? No, I just want to just guzzle guzzle it down. (laughs) You're like, tone my uterus. Um, Tone. uh, Side note, speaking of Sam's birth, we are going to do a birth, like a part of our birth plan, hospital plan episode we're doing in a couple weeks. We're also going to spend a little time recapping our birth Mm -hmm. stories because what's the podcast? You listen to a podcast where it's like all they talk about is birth stories, right? Mm -hmm. The birth hour. Um, The birth hour, which is so sweet and also just just so wild to hear like everybody's different experiences but it's wild um i'm excited for you to tell your your first story with sam because you did it natural um i had an epidural and it was fantastic i took a nap and then just like pushed twice and it was great yeah it was great (laughs) that was sarah's birth story (laughs) that's literally i was like what am i gonna say um i took a nap um Pushed no, twice. I'm excited to hear yours because you had some experiences I won't have. We won't. We won't give. Uh, we won't give, give too much away. I know. I had some craziness after she was born too, so we'll get yeah. into all that. Um, what else? What? Well, what else the, there's something else you can do. There's something else you can do to prepare your body, food, and nutrition-wise, which of course I love, which is mm-hmm. eating dates. There, they've done studies that says um, that dates can also help tone your uterus and shorten your pushing time, which is mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and what? I also dates ate, are delicious. Dates are delicious. The study recommends six dates a day, which is too many, in my opinion. Whoa, because they're also speaking of glucose. Yeah, they're so sweet. They're so sweet. So I ended up getting that huge box from Costco and those things are massive. So I just was like, listen, the ladies in, in like, I don't know, Finland who did this study probably were eating itty bitty tiny dates. So I'm going to eat three large USA. (laughs) Yeah. We're in America. Things are just bigger and better. But I ate three a day. And uh, like I said, he came very quickly. So I haven't started the dates either. I'll probably just do that the last month, which I think is what's recommended. So I'm, those are the two things I'm kind of doing nutrition wise, the third trimester, the supplements I've added. Um, You know what you should do? I was thinking about dates because I used to, when I was doing, um, I was, I guess I was doing no like white sugar. I still don't like to do that ever, but, um, date sugar is great. And you like, if you're doing like, you do muffins a lot for your kids, right? Like I do. They love muffins. Yeah. yeah, You can literally like throw it in a blender, throw dates and it can be your sugar. Like date sugar is so sweet. So So you can make your own little bars too. Kind of like the Luna bars. Um, and people who don't like dates, and are trying to prepare for birth, I just tell them to eat a Luna bar because it's got a lot of dates in there. That's true. Those are so delish. Yeah. So let's see what else. I am having some Braxton Hicks. Um, those Which are, are like, pre-labor. Those are pre-labor thing. contractions. Yeah. And they are not normal contractions. Like I can tell the difference. Oh my gosh. Um, it's only freaking June. Are you gonna, Is he coming in July? He, he's not coming in July. Don't worry. I had these with my other... I mean, that would be great, but I have these with my other ones too, but I never, you don't ever contract. Okay. I never had Braxton Hicks. That's why I was like, oh my gosh. 
Like, I was one of those people that just, like, I was great. I worked, came home, and my water broke. And then it was, like, done so. Well, see, I don't remember having them with Ruthie because it was my first. And I honestly, I just don't think you know what they feel like. And then I remember Uh feeling the difference between, like, a tightening in your stomach versus (laughs) a a labor cramp. They're completely different. So now, this third time around, I recognize them. But I don't think I would have if I hadn't done this multiple times. Yeah. Like, it's more of like, for example, on the days that I go to the pool and we're outside for like three and a half hours and I'm dehydrated, dehydration can Mm. uh, lead to contractions. So especially summer moms, make sure you're drinking a ton of water. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if I'm outside for a long time and I've been on my feet all day long, like, you know, then I will notice them. Um, Or if my bladder is full, like there's certain things that can kind of trigger you to have Braxton Hicks. If I, my bladder is super, super full. Um, that's something that can trigger it. So they're kind of more like a tightness up top. And I remember around 32 weeks, I remember they kind of started with Sam as well. And they're not every day. They're not consistent. Like that's the other thing about Braxton Hicks is that there's no consistency like you would a regular labor. uh, That's good to know the difference because I feel like first time moms would be like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the hospital. I'm in labor. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel like that to me at all. Yeah. So uh, I am having some of those. Um, I generally don't get much swelling, but I always tell moms, if you do have a ton of swelling, uh, we don't want that. You know, I, th- I think that there are certain complications that are associated with pregnancy that we think, oh, that's normal, but it shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. I have clients who are like super swollen at 30 weeks, and that generally means we're, we may have some preeclampsia or some blood pressure issues, or we need hydration, or we're magnesium low, or mm-hmm. something like that. Like Magnesium low. I've also, I've heard like the, if you're, obviously you're going to have some swelling on your feet yeah. if you're pregnant, but I've heard yeah. like major swelling on your feet early on is preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. Is a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for example, I, if somebody's like a nurse and they're on their feet for 12 hours, are they going to be swollen? You know, like. <laughs> But oh my gosh, my feet with Charlotte. Do you remember this? (laughs) I still have it saved on my phone because it's like every once in a while, it's like it's jarring. We laugh at it. Um, were you at home? Well, they sent me as after I got home, so it was like my normal pregnancy swelling plus all the fluids they gave me, and it was like literally like I had elephantitis. Um, (laughs) no one can see this photo except for like my close, close family. Post it. Post it. Post it on the gram. No, people would literally like unfollow. People would be unwell. Yes. It's not a sight to see. No. So that's different. When I get in the hospital, I always like am really swelly too because they give you fluids and that's wholly different than just like constant swelling day to day is usually a bad sign. Now swelling, if you've gotten fluids or you've been on your feet or like it's a rare thing, but you're pregnant, like of course you have a lot more pressure in that area. So your legs will be kind of swelly. But like someone who's really swollen early, it's generally not the best sign, but there's natural things you can do about it. Like making sure you're hydrated, movement, you know, eating well, that kind of thing. Yeah. I would say like check with your doctor to make sure it's not preeclampsia or something. And if it's not, then you can, that's treatable. But yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, I'll plug my, I'll plug my biz here. Um, I have a prenatal nutrition workshop that's like pre-recorded, um, uh, like on-demand video of me teaching a nutrition class for Amazing. moms about Put how to prevent stuff like that. You can watch it at home on your computer. 
anytime. You don't have to have like a code or a login or. Oh, well, you have to buy it and then you, then you have oh. access to it. Yeah. But it's on okay. my website under Well, workshops. maybe you could give us like a cute discount. We could put it in the show notes. Let's do, do it. That? Let's do it. Let's do a discount. Right meow. Right I, I don't meow. Know how, to, <laughs> how to do it. Just check the show notes. It'll be there. <laughs> It'll be there or you put your email, put your baby nutrition email, yeah, email or uh, in the show notes and moms that are listening that are in their third try, whatever moms that are pregnant. Listen, if you're listening, pregnant. we'll give you big, a big discount. Let's do If it. you are still here with us at 43 minutes and 26 seconds, we know that you're real OG. Talk to me, sisters. Listen, and- I'm going to give you 50% off. You just have to mention me saying this right now. <laughs> you just have to tell us that you actually listen to us every day, every week. No I'm kidding. Yes. We'll give it to you for free. I mean, just not free. God, got to make some kind of money. Uh, I know. Anyway, that's about it. I think that around this time, the only other question that I have moms have is about, um, is about weight gain and a weight gain Mm -hmm. this time, this during this third trimester, you're expected to gain about a pound a week. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. That's very normal. So I think this time we all start feeling really like, whoo, big, but this is where the baby is doing a ton of growth and a ton of development. So this is a really good time to be gaining weight because this is where the baby is really putting on the pounds, not mom necessarily. Mm, so yeah. we want that. We want a big, hefty, chunky one that comes out and we get to squish and hold. Yes. We want those baby rolls. We want to Cannot baby rolls. wait. Can't wait. wait. Um, I, hope he's, I hope John Ryder's squishy with the I leg sure rolls. So. I'm working on it. Working yeah. On it. <laughs> so good um okay well let's see we're wrapping up here wrapping up i think we're good i think next episode we will record a little bit more about our birth plan and also some of our our birth uh, stories which sarah has with her daughter and i have two so just in preparation of john Ryder, we'll probably review that which will be fun yeah it'll be really fun we'll dive we'll people have a questions about our hospital stay and our birth plan and how the birth works with the surrogate and I mean honestly we had so many questions yeah, but we've we're gotten learning. a lot we're but we've gotten a lot of questions answered and we'll talk mm-hmm. to you about everything leading up to that obviously with season two we're gonna actually recap the delivery day which we don't know what that's gonna be like yet because yeah. we haven't lived it but um can't wait. can't wait this was so fun um I don't know I'll call you later Kathy <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. That was okay. fun. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. We are excited to share with you our new partnership with Your Superfoods. Not only do they have great-tasting product, but they are on a mission to help improve people's health through the power of plants. I fell in love with their superfood and plant protein mixes after I was diagnosed and started my lifestyle change. One of the founders is also a cancer survivor, which is why I came across their story. I make a ton of smoothies and my daughter Charlotte loves them too. Your Superfoods is 100% plant-based, no sweeteners, no soy, no dairy, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So you can purchase with our code, SISTER15, and you will receive 15% off your purchase, any purchase, not just your first one. So go to YourSuper.com and use the code SISTER15, S-I-S-T-E-R-1-5, 
for 15% off your order. Go grab your superfoods.